everyone this is three questions with Jen Hankin. There we go. And look at this. Where am I, Orlando Magic? No magic. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Innovators Mindset Podcast. I have Jen Hankin here, who is like my neighbor, basically, right? So <laughs> yeah. You, and so Jen is actually she's an ed tech specialist at uh, Lakeland Highland Prep or Lake Highland Prep. Uh, it is in the Orlando area. And we actually have a mutual uh, friend, Jason Schaefer. So, Jason, if you are if you are listening, give you a little shout out, Jason. Jason, guy. So, uh, I really appreciate Jason. I've made some great connections because of him. And Jen and I actually connected. And I'm just interested in some of the stuff that you're doing. Also, I didn't know this. Uh, we both have season tickets to Orlando Magic, right? Yes. You have season tickets. Yep. Let's go Magic. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Before <laughs> before I even start the podcast let's we gotta talk about the magic for a second got to okay the the great one of my favorite things since i moved to orlando and it is so ridiculous is that the orlando magic brought back their original theme song and they played at games do you know what i'm talking about isn't that that like it just it just I don't know why I love it so much. Maybe it just kind of, even though I didn't know when I was a kid, it is such a childhood song, right? Like it's such an 80s song, right? They love to live the glory days. So yeah, they, they're bringing it back. I love that. And so uh, I am like really excited and it's been great to get to know you and, uh, you know, just hear about some of the work that you're doing. Uh, some of the conferences that you're going to that you didn't invite yes. me to that are actually I'll see, Jason. I'll see Jason tomorrow at one right well, I didn't want to go anyway so thanks for not inviting <laughs> me but say hi to everyone for me so um, Jen as I said is an tech specialist at Lake Highland Prep and so I know you work with some great teachers you were telling me right before the podcast really some of the educators that you work with just have a, a amazing care you know or their, their students. And it's just, you know, totally, you're totally telling me how you're inspired by that. But when you think of maybe some of the teachers you work with, some of the teachers you've had in the past, who's someone that you think of and maybe inspired you and why? So when I was in high school, probably like ninth or 10th grade, I had an English teacher. I do not remember her name. I remember her classroom vividly. Um, I was in Virginia at the time and we were in one of those classrooms that was like the three walls not a fourth one. Yeah, that, I'm having trouble visualizing a three. It was the open pod thing that they had. Going okay, on okay, I got gotcha. And so she was my English teacher and she was trying to make things more understandable. And we were getting ready to dive into like Romeo and Juliet or something awful like that. <laughs> and so she was trying to make it more relatable. And she said out loud that she was an avid watcher of General Hospital, and I love General Hospital. I have watched it since I was in the womb, right? Like yeah, my mom right. watched it, my grandma watched it, my dad's mom watched it. It's like a thing. Wow. And so when she said that, I, of course, perked up and started listening a little bit more. And she brought up the fact that she really loved it because that show has the best vocabulary of any like TV show ever. Really? And so now when I watch it and I still do watch it, it's one of the only soaps that is still surviving on TV. It is. But they do have tremendous vocabulary. They have used words like skullduggery, which you never hear aloud. Right. Um, when I was teaching as a learning specialist at another school, we had this eighth grade vocabulary list that I had I knew what the words meant, but I'd never heard some of them said aloud. And then I'm hearing them on Joe Hospital. It was amazing. <laughs> 
So I love I love that. It was a learning moment where I made that connection to yeah. something and then made everything else a little bit better. Let's give a little shout out to General Hospital for still being on, on TV. You know, I think uh, Stephen A. Smith, do you know he, the, the ESPN guy, Stephen okay. A. Smith, I swear he has been on, I think he's been on General Hospital. Like there's actually, there's some weird cameos on that show. There are. Uh, I mean, Rick Springfield was on a, he was a doctor there for a long time. Rick of Jesse's Girl. Of Jesse's Girl, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. I actually... Okay, usually I kind of give a teaching story, but I can't this time. This is okay. So when I was younger, um, I watched uh, when I was in college. I watched Days of Our Lives religiously. That was like you know I probably skipped classes, and there was like Stefano Demera, and it was John. uh, I think it was like John Black, and there was like there's just all these all these crazy characters, characters. Marlena, uh Marlena, yeah. And it was, she was like possessed by the devil. And oh, so, yeah, several times. You remember that? Yeah. It <laughs> I was, do, yeah. Yeah. I, was, I had a friend yeah. in college who was uh, like a sports something or other major. He wanted to be like a sports announcer type thing. So he's like, he was a sports something or other major. But he scheduled all of his college classes around <laughs> Days of Our Lives so that he could watch it live. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was, that was such a weird time. Anyways, yeah, so a little, <laughs> little soap opera. This is a first for the innovator's mindset. We haven't really talked so before, so I appreciate you bringing that. Okay, so administrators. I know that you work with some really great administrators. You probably had some in the past. Who's some someone that you think of that really inspired you and why? Oh, my gosh. My first principal she was really my second principal is this my- like an all my children's story like this is local this is adult um yeah. when i was a young teacher uh, my first principal who hired me um i was very excited because she took a chance on me i was replacing like one of those legends in the school you know who retired and i started oh. mid-year so i started in january like fresh out of college thinking i knew everything and i knew nothing mm-hmm. um but so my first principal was awesome because she took a chance on me but the lady who replaced her like a couple of years later she is still my mentor today claudia vote was absolutely just wonderful at helping me learn that i was and could be anything she put me on the path to everything that i do now and supported me and even when i was wrong she pulled me into her office and and you know break it down for me in real talk and I, I loved working with her, for her. She's awesome. Well, like, is Claudia, I swear to God, I know that name. As soon as you said that, is she on Twitter? Is she like- um, She might be. I mean, she's she's retired and whatnot now, but okay. she is local. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, that name, I don't know. That name sounds familiar. So, I yeah. like, you know, the, the, I think a lot of times when we talk about mentorship, it's always the, and hey, by the way, Oh, shout out! I want to like not. So, like when you when you talk about that, a lot of times mentorship, um, I think it's talked about really kind of an uplifting, positive thing. But I, I think my best mentors have like you, they're pushing me when I'm struggling, and you know, like hey, that wasn't probably the best decision, and here here's why, right? And they kind of lead you to kind of learn from those those uh, experiences. One of the things, and I, I've talked about this before, I, I really struggle when, and I do this a little weird. It's kind of like, it, I always want to kind of see the answer. I'll say like, hey, how's your principal? 
And they'll say, oh, they're great. They let me do whatever I want. And mm-hmm. I'm like, is that, is that great? Is that great? And it's just like, if you have a really great principle, you, I, I truly believe they'll, you know, provide you some autonomy with direction as well to help you grow and get better because that I'll, they'll let me do whatever I want. You'll stagnate at some point if you don't have someone kind of pushing you and helping you get a little bit better. And I feel a lot of times in education, a lot of the administration time is focused on maybe teachers that, and this is a reality. People might not like this, that don't want to be there. aren't really excited about trying new things and then you have a bunch of people that are kind of you know interested but they could not be interested really easily too and then you have people that are really high achievers just like any profession and a lot of times when you don't pay attention to them they just they start to lose interest and they start to feel like i know i've left places because i feel i wasn't getting mentorship not because not because I was getting pushed too hard, but because I wasn't getting pushed enough. Enough. Yeah. And I've been there. Yeah. And that that's I think and I and I think that's a, a really powerful point. All right. So you started teaching a year before me. And <laughs> and what's probably what's interesting, I'm probably older than you, but you started teaching before me because I was terrible in school. And this is a little aside. I actually had to get my transcripts for something okay. recently. And I always joke about how I was a terrible student. And I kind of say this joke, but I actually saw my transcripts. I was a terrible student, right? Like I actually feel that maybe I passed in Canada, but maybe wouldn't have in the U.S. I think the grades are whatever. <laughs> so it's kind of funny, but you know, it just, I, I, I took four, I took six years to get a four-year degree. So that's just kind of how it was, but. I was um, a five and a half year for the four years. Well, there you go. So, so you probably close, close to, okay. So. You go back, you have all this experience doing different roles. If you can go back to talk to Jen in her first year, what advice would you give her? Be nice to the receptionist. Yeah. Because she knows all. Every school's got one. It may not be a receptionist, every, you know, but everybody's got one. Um, that's, that's one for sure. Be nice to the custodian who cleans up your room because that was a lesson I learned. Not the hard way, just the long way. Yeah. You know, go out there, greet those people that are in the trenches because it means a lot and they will bend over backwards for you for any, any kindness. But when it comes to in the classroom, going back to talk to young, bless her heart, Jen, who went to school on her first day, wearing the big bow in her hair. <laughs> but I, I vividly remember that I, cause I was teaching sixth grade math. It's because um, you're, is that because you're like in Disney? You had to wear like, no, a, it was just, I don't know. I thought it looked really like, it made right. me look older. Okay. <laughs> older okay. But um, I was teaching sixth grade math and I just thought that I knew everything and threw out every last trace of that retired teacher instead of keeping some of her rules or whatever. And I just would, I always caution my, I would caution myself then. And I tell my new teachers now when I'm mentoring them, take a breath. Right. You know, you don't have to do it all from scratch. Just ease your way into things because whatever you do, the kids are going to learn something. You know, so my, one of my mentors, she told me when I became a principal, she said, when you're done here, I want to see your fingerprints on the school. But that doesn't mean you erase all the good stuff that was done before. And I think yeah. a lot of times 
Um, I, I've seen this, and this this actually happens on a political level quite a bit. And I'll, I'll give you an example of this. Um, we had like a really great education plan in uh, Alberta when I was there to the point where I was like, I can't believe politicians put this together. Like I was kind of shocked because they, they don't they seem really disconnected from education. And then we got a new minister of education and it was the same political party. And basically what they did is they just got rid of Everything that was done prior started from scratch. And it was, and this is what I truly believe because they didn't want the person before to get any credit. They wanted to like, say like, look what I did, you know, look at all this other stuff that they totally disregarded all the work that was done prior um, in that space. That was really, really good. And some of the advice I always give to new administrators, um, and this is probably beneficial to teachers too, is when you go into place, what's the first thing you change? And I always say the same thing, nothing. Like yeah. understand the culture, understand the people you serve, and then kind of like start to, to, you know, build on the strengths, build on capacities. You'll have time to kind of lay your fingerprints, yeah. you know, in the different roles, but don't just disregard everything that's happened in the past, right? Like see what's good. And there, there might be some things you're like, you know what? I don't really like this, but don't give it some time. Like let kind of understand. So I, I think that's awesome advice. Jen, it's been great to get to know you. Um, I've appreciated the podcast. I love talking before too. And I'm looking forward to now we get to know each other better. I'm going to see you at Magic Games. Next oh, year. I know. I'm excited for the season. I'm like so excited. So uh, everyone, make sure you connect with Jen on social yeah. media. Jen, thank you for your podcast. I, 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 or thanks for joining me today on the podcast. And I look forward to talking to you more on the next one. Thanks, George. There you go.